Welcome to the pre-match pod, a weekly footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the year, not just a footballing season, every weekend of the year we are here, apart from the odd one where we do miss, but we're here every single weekend. During the season we deliver the previews, as you know, during the off-season we talk a little bit more news and that's what we'll be doing today, we'll be covering all the transfers and it's with me, Graham Bailey. Him at Craig underscore Honeyman. Mine is at Graham Bailey. I'm getting this all mixed up a bit, Craig, here. But hey, it is off-season. Hold You're, allowed. You're allowed. We're a bit more casual. We're a bit more casual, aren't we? Do you know what, Graham? I'm actually in uh, I'm in a pair of jeans and a T-shirt today, so I'm actually very casual. Well, I'm in nice. Uh, I'm in my front room in Naceborough. Shorts and top, not the new kit, but I do like that actually, Craig. I do like the new uh, kit. Okay, well, we won't go on about that, but I do. I did like the Massimo, 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 Massimo macaroni, um, and blazing borough work. It was a very nice touch. Graham, whilst whilst we're talking new kits, I must give a few new kits a shout out. Then the new Blackpool shirt, <clears throat> really, really haven't like seen, it. Haven't seen. It. Really like it. Re- really smart. Really smart. The new Harleypool kit. Know. Real cute. I don't you did you see their kit launch yesterday, mate, on social media? Very, very no, clever. Um, okay, so they've, they've, they've used Aria, the Italian company, to produce their kit, and they had an Italian themed launch, but it was just very clever, very low key, low budget, but very smart. Um, new Chelsea kit, I really like, but my favorite kit that I've seen so far, Graham Union Berlin. I'll post it on our socials, it is class. Okay, I, of all the foreign ones, Venetia are very hard to beat. I'm saying that Blackpool kit, don't like it. Um, <laughs> in terms of classic ones, Rangers is a nice one. They've gone back to that. Do you remember when we were growing up with uh, it was all Gazan and McEwen's Lag and they yeah. used to have those little squares? They've gone back to that, so it's quite a classic. And also Norwich, shout out to them because they are limited, like Blackpool with the colours, but it's a lovely kit Norwich have produced as well this year. I do like them. If it is the Premier League one, have you seen Arsenal Man U Craig with all the colours and stuff like going back in back in time a little bit to the nineties and stuff? The, the the Premier League one that I, that I like the most, like I said, is the, is the Chelsea kit. Um, I I just I just thought it looked really 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 smart. I do like the Arsenal one actually. Arsenal's gone back back in style a little bit. I do like the Arsenal ones, but we'll see. We'll touch on those as we see a few more. But one man who is donning a new kit in the period today, I think actually as we talk, Craig, I think Manchester United are producing their new kit today, and Cristiano Ronaldo is part of that fashion parade as you would expect. However, he will not be going on Manchester United's pre-season tour to Thailand, Craig. He has told the club he wants to leave. Uh, we know that he wants to go. Um, yep. No surprise, he's not going on tour. For me, Craig, I, I, from what I'm told, I don't think we'll see Cristiano in the Manchester United shirt again if, if it comes to pass as he wants out. It reminds me very much of when he left Juventus here, Craig. Um and United are putting up a straight bat. They have to say he's not for sale. They have to say he's not available. That's just what they have to do. You know, you have to fight your own corner, don't you, in, in some of these regards. But Cristiano normally gets what he wants and he wants to leave because he wants silverware. So it's fair enough. I think United can see that. It's a bitter blow to Eric Ten Hag, who was planning with him. Um, in terms of where we think he's going to go, Craig, no buying the distance themselves a little bit from this. Yeah. I, I, I do. That's great. I think it's Chelsea or PSG. I really do. I, I've been told he is erring towards Chelsea, but I, I know you th- agree with me. I think the Qataris can't be overlooked. Do you think it's one of those two, probably? Yeah, I, th- I think I, I think Bayern 
are clever with what they do as well, though, Graham. Um, mm. So I think buying, whilst they're distancing themselves from Cristiano Ronaldo, I think they'd take him in a heartbeat um, simply because he, he, they're going to lose, as we know, Lewandowski. Um, he could come well, in. Wait, that that one hasn't progressed yet. Obviously, we'll update the listener. That one hasn't progressed no, yet. No, but he is going to go. Oh, 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 unsurprisingly. I, I, I've been told, Graham, I don't know whether you've heard the similar that they're buying a very suspect of taking any sort of deal with Barcelona if it doesn't have a lot of money up front. They yeah. they don't want to do this over three or four years and it involves another other deal as well, which we'll get onto in a bit. But yeah, um, yeah, I think I think he might get his own way and go Craig. I, I don't think it's nailed down he goes though, but I, I do. Do you- no, I do. Okay. I, I think I think it's nailed on he goes, Graham. So I think well we know he wants Barcelona, but if yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. happen, if that doesn't materialise he could come to the Premier League. We could end up seeing him at United or or Chelsea. Yeah, Genuinely and we are told both, both, both clubs have, have. I know both clubs have told Lewandowski's agents if it doesn't happen, get back in touch. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. rule that one out at all, Craig. But do you think Ronaldo? Um, I think there's very little chance we see him in, in even in pre-season. I don't. Think I don't we'll think we'll see him in a shirt again. No, I don't. I don't. We'll see. I don't think we'll see Cristiano Ronaldo in a, in a United shirt again. Um, you know. <clears throat> We spoke many times about Ronaldo on the pod last year, Graham, from the euphoria and excitement when he signed to the realisation that he personally had a very good season. He scored the goals, his numbers were up again. Um, but at times, United looked like they were playing with, with 10 men with his lack of effort pressing in the in the final third. Um, but that's what you get with, with him now. Everyone knew that's what they were getting. Uh, and then, then they brought Ralph Ranić in, who tried to play a high-pressing game, which you know, I, I think it, it made him look a little bit foolish um, and certainly impacted Ronaldo and, and, and the team. Ronaldo did his job. He, he, he was their, one of their best players, but also one of their biggest problems in terms of the style of play. So where, where he goes, I've got no doubt wherever he goes, Graham, he will score goals. If he signs for an elite team, he'll probably get silverware. If he signs with Bayern Munich, he could end up winning. Well, he will win the Bundesliga. We know that. If he goes to PSG, he will win uh, Ligue 1. If he goes to Chelsea, he's got a chance of winning the Premier League. A chance, an outside yeah. chance. But all three, we expect, will challenge for the Champions League next season. Yeah, and I said I, I did tell you that stat, didn't I? The the one that you do, do love the stats, and, and obviously if Ronaldo went to to Bayern and won the league, he would be the first player in history to win Absolutely. Europe's top 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 four leagues. No one's ever won Germany, Italy, Spain, and England. No player has ever achieved that um, because it's a rarity to go to these, not to go to them four leagues in, in itself, but to go to title winning teams in those four teams is, is very rare. So yeah, Ronaldo might be looking at that. I, I I'm I'm hearing that Chelsea. You know, Todd Burt, Todd Bowley, um, the owner who we're loving on the pod at the minute, aren't we? He's he's getting involved. I think it'd be very, very hard for him to turn that chance of signing Ronaldo down. Yeah, and and yeah, and, and the way I think he sells it to Thomas Tuchel, Craig, I think he says, Listen, we're getting him in, replace Lukaku for one year, we're gonna yep. build around it, we'll get we're gonna get Raheem Sterling, we'll talk about it in a minute, we'll get the three centre halves, we'll get midfielder, and then next summer we'll go big on, on the centre forward again once yeah. Ronaldo's had his one season. I think that's the way to send, sell it to Thomas Tuchel say, listen, get through the season with Ronaldo. It's not a bad little replacement for for him, is it? You know, it's not a bad stopgap, is it? Having Cristiano Ronaldo, Craig. Great, great. So I think I, I think that's the way he might get through it. Great. I think I think if you offered Thomas Tuchel 
the the option of Lukaku or Ronaldo. He's taken Ronaldo all day long. Ronaldo is a massive upgrade on Lukaku. Massive. Mm. Especially in Premier League terms, we know what we can do. Exactly. And that lets Chelsea press on with other things, um, Craig. And um, well, so let, yeah, while we're touching on um on Chelsea. Well, actually, let's just while while we're with United, Craig, Ronaldo's going, we know that. They yeah. are close to um they believe they are close to signing Lissandro Martinez, a new 50 million euro bid went in this morning. You can read my piece on nightmin.com about that. Um they are look like they will be Arsenal to him. I think none of us assumed that Arsenal would beat United to this player, having played under Ten Hag for so long. And and he and it's an interesting one, Craig. There's 50 million euros for this guy. I think I think it's it's um, an interesting deal. Every, there are people who are assuming he may play in centre midfield for United, but he did play every single minute of last season for Ten Hag at centre half. So you have to assume he signed him as a centre half, Greg. I think we have to, and and it's it's an interesting one. Five foot nine, Argentine centre half. I think I've been told quite reminiscent of Gabriel Heinzen, maybe that sort of player. Mm. Um, so an interesting one, Craig. Um, have you seen much of Martinez? Yeah, Graham, I, I've I've got to say I, I always fancied him as a holding midfield player, um, and one of the reasons for that is his is his lack of lack of height. Um, and, and look, we we've experienced some of the best teams. I mean, but but Barcelona, when they were the best team in the world, played Mascherano at centre half, who was five for eight. Um, and yeah. he, he did it on, but listen, but they, they dominated the ball. Don't get me wrong. So it was, it was a different, a different era too. Um, I think it's a huge gamble if they're bringing Martinez into play central defence in the Premier League with his lack of, lack of height. And we know what United's issues are at the back. Um, and, and if they are going to play him at the back, Graham, to me, that indicates that they're going to play with three at the back because if they play Maguire, we know, if, or, it's not, I think Harry Maguire is a really good player. Uh, we we know what his his issues are, which is and, and to be fair, Craig Maguire. If I if I had Maguire, I'd consider a three because yeah, I, I like when England play a three. I think he's very good. Me too. I agree. He, he, when when England play a back three, he's England's best defender, all right, best central defender. Um, unless Kyle Walker's playing, then he's exceptional. So uh, yeah, just contradicting myself a little bit there. Kyle Walker is England's best defender, but Maguire is very very good for England. Um. I think it might help Varane as well. Varane, Varane's a very yeah, classy defender, can help hit, he can bring the ball out as well. It might actually suit Maguire and Varane. The, 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 the issue is you're then relying on Martinez for the only one with pace from, from those because Varane, yeah. qu- yeah. Varane looked quick at, at Real Madrid, uh, Graham, but he looks ever so sluggish in English football. And maybe he needed that season to adjust and maybe we'll see the best of Rafa Varane uh, next season, who, who's got incredible pedigree as a as a central defender. Um, Martinez, for me, Graham, I, I'm going to say this one has a load of risk. It's more risk in this signing than than any of the others have been linked with. Of course, Ten Hag knows him uh, more than, than anybody, having worked yeah. with him for so many years. But he's straight out of Argentina into Holland. He's played for a team in Holland that dominates the ball and one of the best teams in, in, in the league. And he's coming into United in a state of flux. I think it's a really risky signing, mate. Yeah, it's an interesting one. If he does play centre-half... Um, I know there's people at United who maybe would have preferred Pau Torres. If he goes into midfield, maybe people would prefer Ruben Nevers. It's but obviously Ten Hag thinks he can hit the ground running, so we'll have to see. Grim, just on that, can I can I just comment on what you've just yep. said there? So so if you want a pure centre half, 
Pau Torres all day long. He's the man. Go and sign him. Go, go and yep. sign him. If you want a number six, go and sign Ruben Neves. You know, there's, there's, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, Ruben Neves is exceptional at what he does. And he's got Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, City written all over. He's a top, top player. Um, Pau Torres, I mean, he, he's the next generation. I, it's interesting, as we record today on the Friday, it's... Um, it's Virgil van Dijk's 31st birthday, Grin. Um, mm-hmm. and, and looking at central defence, look at Varane, Maguire, all these guys are, are, are hitting that that 30-plus uh, age age range. Now, is Paul Torres the next one to come through? Is he the next superstar central defender? I like him, obviously. I think someone will get um, a very good deal when they do get him. I think Real, he's been a bit unlucky, Craig. You know, I think Real Madrid would have signed. If it wasn't for Rudiger, I think Real Madrid yep. would have taken him. And if it wasn't for Christian, I, he's, he's, he's obviously the bridesmaid in a lot of cases. Same with Ruben Neves as well, Craig. I think he's definitely yep. on a lot of people's lists. And it's a strange one. Obviously, we're talking Van Dyke and Liverpool quickly touch on. Um, we'll come back to you now. But Joe Gomez is new deal, Craig. Um, it's a, This is great news for Liverpool, etc. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, disappointed play, I'm, I'm disappointed as an England fan that he hasn't moved on. But you know, if if, if it means playing first team for for um, a mid table team with West Ham Leicester, you know he's obviously very happy playing the role he is at Liverpool. So uh, fair play to to Joe. You, the only, deal, the only thing I will he's, say he's there, not about to get he's no. not he's not going to get ahead of Canati, though, is he? No, but the only thing I will say there is he's only twenty five. Yeah. So can, can he, he, only four, four, four starts last season. Yeah, I, Ma- I, thought played, I thought he played more than that. Yeah, but Matip's 30, as I just said, Van Dyke's 31 today. Um, yeah. Van Dyke's still got three years left in him, hasn't he, to be fair? At least. At least. Yeah, right, listen, listen. Van Dyke, after having that year out, last season was was immense and was probably the second best central defender in the league and after Craig, in, some, in, in some ways, that's a year out of his legs, isn't it? Like, I know yeah, he had the injury with his knee, yeah, it is. but like, it's a year it's a year of extra tread on the tyres, if you will. And the, the, one, the one thing I will say is, is, is if we look at elite players now, um, they are playing longer. So to these head of performance and head of medical at these elite clubs, hats off to you because you you are doing unbelievable jobs to to get the best. I mean, Jordan Henderson's 32 now, Graham, right? Jordan Henderson's playing like he's 26. I, I, I looked at, um, I, you know, I followed some, some, some bits on social media um, this week and they were talking about James Milner who yet again finished top of all of the testing, the fitness testing at Liverpool at the ripe old age of 36, which is, I mean, I guess he's a bit of a freak, but that those are freak of nature in a good way, of course, but those numbers are unbelievable. You know, Salah's 30, uh, Firmino's 30. Um, you know, they, they've still got, what, three, four years left at, at the elite level? Yeah, and congratulations to John Henson picking up his MBA. Actually, Craig, we haven't talked um, um, quickly before we go back to United because I want to talk about... Well, actually, let's go... I want to come back to Liverpool after this. I want to talk more Salah. But yeah. let's talk about... Um, you're talking three at the back. I wonder if we can read anything from Malachia coming in at left back. and Because I think United are looking for a right... Uh, yeah. yeah, he's very quick, look for a right back. So we'll come back to United. There's going to be lots of things. And but Craig, what, 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 does that, what, what does that mean for Luke Shaw and England? Um, yeah, I would. Um, 
I won't be booking his family any 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 flights to Qatar anytime soon. I think that's what it does for Luke Shaw. Um, but with with United, Craig, we'll come back. Anthony is next on the agenda for them. Yeah, and we know we know Ajax have said they want 120 million euros for these two, and I think they're going to have to pay 70 million euros, Craig, for Anthony, because if you've just paid 50 for Martinez, that does mean that Anthony's <laughs> worth 70. And I think they will pay, Craig. Don't you? I think it looks increasingly likely that Anthony's demanding this move. Um, so even if they do pay that, I think now, Craig, with Ronaldo probably leaving, the De Jong deal is still stalling. To be fair to United, as we know, that isn't really their fault. Barcelona or De Jong money, they owe his agents money. They're wanting De Jong to give up money. And I've heard they've even asked United to pay some of it as well. It's not surprising with Barcelona where they're going on. But I think, I think. Ajax know that United need Martinez and Anthony. They need them for the squad, don't they? So they've got them over a barrel to a certain extent, haven't they? They know United need these two players. Yeah. Or or really want, or Ten Hag really wants them anyway. Yeah, we spoke off pod about Bergwin going, uh, leaving Spurs and and going to Ajax, which potentially opens the door for Anthony to leave. And Uh, that's a big sign for Ajax. Well, that'll he'll be, yeah, that's a lot of outlay for them. Great, great. The, the, the issue, the issue with that league, and let's let's be very, very honest. The league is massively substandard to ours. So I, I fully expect um, Bergwin to 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 go there and, in, uh, and Im- impact that that league like Tadic did, you know, and have, have a similar. Oh, I Bergwin, Bergwin could do that without breaking sweat because he, yeah. he showed he showed he showed in fits and starts. He showed some good stuff at Spurs. Yeah, he, he, he most certainly did. Listen, I, I like him. Uh, I understand why he's not fitting. He's, he's, he's more of a maverick than a functional player. I think he could go there for, go there for two years, Craig, and then move to a big Spanish Italian club after that. Well, I have no doubt about that. Me, 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 me too, Graham. Uh, me too. Uh, he's, he's he's got loads of ability. <clears throat> but, but back back to, to, to the Anthony scenario. Um, I, I think Anthony could be Brazil's next number 10. I think he could take that shirt off Neymar in the next couple of years and be, be a genuine superstar. Um, and whoever signs him next will be he might not fit in. He might not fit in now, Craig, but I think it's one what they can't, they can't afford to get to let him get away, can they? No, Graham, particularly, listen, we, we spoke about what they're going to play. Are they going to play 3-4-3? Three, three? And, and, and if, if they are... Then on that right hand side, coming on his left foot is perfect for Anthony. Yeah, and and do you know what? Uh, and we talk about Ronaldo missing. They will need another centre forward, Craig United. And I know for a fact they're being offered a lot. I don't think they're panicking about losing Ronaldo. I think they are gutted. They're not happy. But let's get this right. They won't be scratched. I don't think it's a scenario where they're going to be um, scratching around um, looking for a player. they as we speak, United have been offered host of strikers we know, and there'll be one that they really like we know that but they yeah. want Rashford to go down century so if Rashford does brilliantly down the middle and Sancho and Anthony that is that could be a potentially brilliant front, front three for anyone really could really could yeah so so that's United um, we ticked off let's switch to across the city to Manchester City Craig yeah. um, Julian Alvarez has arrived today as we speak wonderful yeah. talent um, yeah. and one of the reasons why Raheem Sterling has taken the decision to leave Manchester City, Craig. He's um, and Manchester City, a club of their word. I think I reported on this back in March, Craig. That um, and I'm not sure anyone took it seriously, but City said at the time to their big three who were out of contract in 2023, they said to Gabriel Jesus, Raheem Sterling, and Ray Mares, if you don't sign this contract, we're going to sell you. And and that's what's come to pass. You know, Gabriel Jesus has moved to Arsenal to be centre forward. 
fair play to him. He wants to be a centre forward. He's found the best club for himself. Now, Raheem Sterling, and I know we talked about him last time, Craig, where you thought he might wait till next summer to yeah. go on the free. Well, it seems he's been won over by Tuchel and Chelsea's plans. Very exciting, obviously. Um, he, Chelsea want him to be their main man. And, and we understand terms are agreed between Sterling and Chelsea. The two clubs aren't far apart. I think maybe five million apart at the minute. Not not much for these two. No. Um, and that deal will should be done by this weekend, Craig. Um, obviously, in terms of um, City, you know, they've got Han Alvarez coming in. Um, they've lost Hazus already. And obviously, let, let's get this right as well, Craig. City wanted Stern to say they wanted here. They offered these guys new contracts. It wasn't the and they offered them good contracts. It wasn't they weren't trying to force them out under any circumstance at all. But the reasoning behind selling to Chelsea, do you do you do you go along with that? <clears throat> I think I think listen, Grimmy. You know I love my stats. Um, and and here is a stat for you, uh, which was on ESPN yesterday, um, and I actually shared it on on social media. Only Lionel Messi has more goal contributions under Pep Guardiola than Raheem Sterling. So goals and assists for Manchester City, Raheem Sterling has 186. That how do you replace that? That is that is phenomenal. I I genuinely think that Raheem Sterling is the most underappreciated and undervalued player at City with England and in the English Premier League. I think he's a top, I think I think he's as good as anyone in his position in the league and I think he'll go to Chelsea and I think he'll be an absolute star. I think he'll have an absolutely wonderful career with them uh, and I think he'll go on to win things and of course he'll be he'll be, he'll be back in his native London too. Yeah, I think a lot of people will think, oh, why is Sterling chosen to lose it? But I think we only have to look back to the start of last season, Craig, where after the brilliant Euros campaign, where he was one of the one of the main players yep. in European football, um, Pep Pep didn't include him. No, nope. I think he was thinking back to that. And and as I said that, I tweeted I tweeted this and put in a story that, I, and I was at the game where he didn't start against Aston Villa in that last game of the season. Yeah. He was furious, Craig. Yep. He, he knew. I th- I looked at him there and I said to a few people again, he's he's not staying at City. No. He saw how disappointing he came. Yeah, he came on and made a major impact. But he knew he was no longer. I think he knew then he was no longer first choice under Pep. I think that's what's driven this decision. Even though Pep wanted him to stay and stuff, and I think that's Great. why he's leaving yeah. it there. <clears throat> but selling selling sell to a rival, Craig. Do you understand? City don't need the money, so do you understand their thinking? Is it just a bit of loyalty to these two players? Thinking, yeah, you've served as well. We'll let you go. Yeah, I think it's where they wanted to go as well. And also, Graham, the other thing is the the, the players can say, well, right, if you don't sell me there, I'll just I'm not going elsewhere. I'll sit here on my contract and leave for free next summer. So I think that I think all all of those factors come into uh, into consideration and into play here. It, you know, you know, it, it looks like Graham that on that left hand side next season that Grealish is going to play. Now Sterling scored 13 Premier. Premier League goals last year. Grealish scored three. You know, so I guess, you know, we think we think that Foden will play from the right, don't we? Um, now, Foden has yet to get in, into double figures for goals in the Premier League as yet. Nine in his last two seasons, which is, you know, really good numbers. Um, so... I just I'll, do you think I'll, with Foden, with Foden he's here, he, and I, I think the reason why Pep loves him so much, Craig, is and that Whatever Pep asks Foden to do, he falls into the letter. But he, yeah. he does it brilliantly. Yeah. 
yeah, listen, he, he can play centrally, he can play wide, he can play as a false nine. He's played all over the show uh, as as Phil Foden. I think Alvarez is the really interesting one, mate. We we think he costs less than twenty five million, don't we, from from River Plate? Well, yeah, they, they took advantage of the release clause that River yeah. had in there. And to be fair, that was still one of the largest transfers in Argentinian football because normally yeah. with these South Americans. Um, I think with a few like Neymar and maybe Vinicius Jr. aside, some of these really spectacular ones, um, I think they tend to go early at a younger age. Um, so, but, so I think Alvarez is a yeah, it's a sensational pick. Alvarez at twenty one, uh, twenty two, I think he is now. For that for that price, Graham, I think is I think he, he is one that I think uh, is the understated signing at City who could make a massive massive impact this coming season. Oh yeah, I don't think there's any. Um, I think it's a great sign, and, and it's a great sign for City. It keeps it keeps Ford and Grealish on their toes. I think Riyad Mahrez will sign a new deal there as well, Craig. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. hugely important, and and I think Pep's Pep will start the season, and and Riyad Mahrez could be his first choice on the right. I think he would give every player the chance yeah. to earn that starting role, and yeah. I think he's honest with that as well. But but they, these well will almost world-class players, some of them, Craig. You know, they're all of a, such a high standard that whoever starts for City. Is 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 wonderful anyway, isn't it? You you yes. start Mares and Alvarez out wide, you're going to beat 99 out of 100 teams. You start Grealish and Ford out wide, you're going to. Do you know what I mean? What a, yeah. what a, what a yeah. combination to have. Yeah. And I think I think we will Silver and De Bruyne are in there, and that's why I think you've seen the Phillips come in, Craig, because it allow those front lads to go forward. And so it's it's a it's a very clever operation, there, isn't it? As we as we already knew, it's it, it's almost like they could they could switch Graham play four two three one. You know, mm-hmm. um, with with I think, a, and I think we will, I think we will see that. Yeah, I think we will see that in some, especially Champions League games, Craig. To yeah. to shut to shut the game out. Yeah, I think you will you will see Rodri and Phillips there. Yeah, it's like, come come and get come and get past us if you can because you won't yeah. be able to. Yeah, talking, be... talking talking Manchester City as a club, Craig. Um, they have done a really interesting deal. They've they've added Palermo to their city football group. Yep. Now I love this deal, Craig, because this is um this is a very different deal to what has been done before. Yeah, they've got Melbourne City, New York City FC, they've got Twire in France. This is a game changer, I think. Within five years, I think you'll see Palermo challenging for the Serie A title. This is a team who can get who've got a big stadium, they've got a huge fan base. I think this is a bit of a game changer for City Group. I feel Really, really, I think I think within five years you'll see Palermo playing City in the Champions League. Not maybe in the final. I'm not saying the final, but I think Palermo will be in the Champions League in five wow. years. Wow, that could be <clears throat> that could be really interesting. This is a massive club. Remember the remember watching um, Channel Four uh, and and was taken by their their pink shirts back in the 1990s. Remember that when the Channel Four had the the Serie A coverage, um, which 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 is the British player still a cult hero at Palermo. Palermo British player, yes, and on, within me. the last within the last ten years, maybe me, yeah, about ten, ten within the last ten years. Give me a clue. Um, he's not English. Yeah, well, was he? Is he Scottish? Is striker. he striker? Striker for Palermo. Yeah. Was it the um? Was it the Northern Irish? Northern Irish guy played for Rangers. Kyle Lafferty. There we go. Yeah, Carl Laverty, a Palermo legend. Grim, listen, I, when he went. I, I years ago, I years ago, years and years and years ago, brokered a deal for Kyle Lafferty to go on loan to Darlington. 
Yes, I remember Kyle Fitter Donaldson. Yeah, Kyle, what um what a career that guy's had, you know. Um he's still in 34, Craig. You know, hey, he could still he could still do a job anyway. I think he's is he still at Kilmarnock, I think, Craig. He I think it, yeah, he's actually he went in when at Kilmarnock with Derek last year. He, and he, yeah. he, he could easily score double figures in the Scottish top, top flight this year. So yeah, he went he went to Darlington. I'm just trying to count up the uh, Craig, do you know who's at Darlington with him? Do you know who's there with him on loan? No. Casper Schmeichel. So I remember being at a game where Darlington game and after the game, David Hodgson was the manager and Peter Schmeichel just walked into the dressing room to say well done to the lads. It was, it was a, a real comedy moment. Fantastic. Um, and eight, eight countries, Carl Laffert has played in so far, Craig, in his career. Wow. Eight, and, and when he was on the bus with Playmo, it was one of his best seasons, Craig. 11 in 34 for Playmo before he, he earned himself a, a move to Premier League Norwich at the time, I believe it was. Um, so well done to them off off, off, off city and back to England now, Craig. Let's yeah. talk more Salah quickly. Yeah. Um, we had a chance to talk about his new deal. Um, and the way it was t- told to me, Craig, is that they both so, suddenly Liverpool were thinking, um, let's raise our offer. And they yeah. said to Salah, you're going to drop a little bit. And it was easy as that, where they came, Liverpool came up quite a decent way. More, more dropped his to still become. With Boris is still getting a, a very, very good wage, still top earner at Liverpool. It, it, was, it was done quite easily, I believe, from what I'm told. Yeah, I think it's good news for the English Premier League, Graham, that Mo Salah's going to spend the next few years here, I'm say at least the next year. Um, maybe may, maybe he saw the situation. Didn't he saw the situation in Spain and thought that given the situation at Barcelona, who you know, if 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 Joanne Laporta told me it was sunshine outside, I have to step up and look out the curtains myself. Do you think with the situation at Barca and Real, uh, you know, they've got Vinicius Junior, a lot of things going on. Do you think it was just I'm better off sticking with Liverpool here rather than gambling? Um, I, I think a bit of loyalty from Salah to Liverpool. I know he's a very loyal mm. guy. He's a, he's a really good, really good human being, Graham. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's good company. Um, just a nice fella. Um, I think that played a part of it, but also we don't know what's been agreed behind closed doors in terms of, you know, they'll allow him to go to Real Madrid in 12, 24 months' time or whatever it may be. I, I still see yeah. Mo Salah playing for Real Madrid in the next couple of years. Okay, yeah, and then it gives Liverpool some money as well, if that was the case, doesn't it? So, yeah, of course, that, that's the um, difference, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we we mentioned Barcelona there, Craig. We can't go an episode of transfers without talking Barcelona. Um, and this does involve Chelsea as well. Amazingly. Yep. So Todd Burley, um, our the guy who we love in New Chelsea Corner, flew into Barcelona last night to talk about um, to get to know John Laporta, to get to know foreign clubs, how it works. He was in there primarily to discuss the transfers of or possible transfers of Marcus Alonso and Cesar Aspilicueta to the Camp Nou. I, I, I still don't understand why Barcelona are going for them to. Neither do I. I, I, I Neither do I. Um, and, and Sergino Dest obviously discussed to go the other way. Uh, I tell you what, if Chelsea can get let them two go and get Dest the other way, this, he should be running with him to the airport. He really should. Yeah. Um, Barcelona. So, Craig, um, the, one, the other thing we were talking about Barcelona is the Rafinha deal. Yep. Um, I did a report on this last week where Barcelona have agreed to pay what Chelsea offered, 60 million. However, the makeup of the deal was very, very different yep. in terms of when they're going to pay, how much you can imagine the sort of situation anyway. You can all, we're all getting to know Barcelona quite well now. It, it, it was a very 
Um, strange deal. Leeds didn't accept it at the time. Rafinha has made it overtly clear that he wants to go to Barcelona. He hasn't yeah. rejected Chelsea yet. He's kept Chelsea at arm's length. He hasn't rejected Arsenal yet either. But he's desperate to go to Barcelona. And I think Leeds realise this. I think, I think, and I don't agree, Craig, Craig, he won't be going to a Leeds this weekend. He's going to hang on, hang on. Barcelona, I'm told, really want Rafinha. And I think as with, with Rafinha, Craig, I think he would have signed for Chelsea by now if Barcelona hadn't made it quite obvious and by making a move last week that they do want him. So yeah. I think he will go to Barcelona, Rafinha. That might be a deal to get done. But they're still talking to Usman Dembele as well. Yeah. They're still talking to Robert Lewandowski. I'll tell you what, John, I tweeted this. Did you see the quote from Laporta yesterday, Craig? No, he was presenting. He was presenting um, Andreas Christensen and Kessie has been presented as well. Yeah. However, I, I still don't think they can register them, Craig. Uh, don't what? Nothing you could have. Nothing. I don't think I could be surprised by anything that comes. Ne- out ne- neither have been given a squad there. number, eh, Graham? As yet, because they can't register them, isn't it? John Laporte said yesterday, and he said this about another team's player. I want to thank Lewandowski here in public for what he is doing to join us. What an uh, oh, what's he doing there? It's it's just a disgraceful comment about another team's play. I want to thank Lewandowski for being a problem child for for kicking up a fuss for uh, agreeing to. I honestly, I just when I saw that, Craig, I just thought, what is this guy on about? He is the epitome. Uh, you know, let, let's look at how far. How would, has there ever been a bigger gap, Craig, in Barcelona and Real Madrid and everything they stand for at the minute? Has there ever been a bigger gap in modern day football between these two clubs? Real Madrid, Real Madrid, the way look at the way they, they attempted to sign Mbappe. It was done so professionally, Chris. Look, look at the even way they did Rudiger. Did... Look at the way they did Rudiger, yeah. Graham. That, that, that it, tells me Yeah, even even when Mbappe didn't go, Perez wasn't saying anything. He said, Good luck to you. Come to us later, mate. He, 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 and he never said. And he came out Perez coming out and saying, Oh, I, I appreciate Mbappe for trying to work his way out of PSG. It's a disgraceful comment. And even by Laporta's low standards, it's a low bar I hold him in anyway. Really, to do, to, do you know to say something like that, it just <clears throat> beggars belief, Craig, do you not think? I, I, I just don't see a great strategy at, at Barcelona, Graham. Uh, I, I don't agree with oh, those comments. If he's made those comments, I don't agree with them. Yeah. Um, but then, then you, you, you look at, on one hand, they've got Gavi, they've got Pedri, they've got Ansu. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly in, in, in Gavi and Pedri. Dembele has been offered a 40% pay reduction to stay, but obviously they're going for Rafinha as well. Yeah. And they went for Di Maria as well. Um, But yeah, and, and De Jong, he's coming out and saying stuff like, wait, it's, Frankie De Jong is not for sale. So wait, that's it's but, 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 but my point what being, in terms, of, in terms of strategy, Graham, they've got Gavi and Pedri who are what? Yeah. 18, oh, yeah. nine, 19. I think Gavi's Gav, still 17 or is he 18 yet? Yeah, anyway, Gavi's Gav 17. Gavi's 17, yeah. Right, Gavi's 17. About to, sign his, about to sign his new deal as well. Ped, Pedri 19, you know, two two of the star players for Barcelona and Spain, right? And for, then for the next at, decade, for the next decade, for the next decade. And then the other end of the spectrum, they're looking at Lewandowski, who, with all due respect, is what two, one, two, three maximum seasons. Left in him. Yeah. They tried to shift on uh, Braithwaite. It was a bizarre signing anyway. Uh, we know they're trying to shift on uh, Depay, uh, Depay, Memphis. 
Well, just calling Memphis, it's easier. Yeah. Um, and then they've not been able to register players because of the, the financial scenario. The, and, the, and as we know with De Jong, Craig, which is staggering, it's come out that obviously during COVID, he took a reduction in salary, etc. And, and if he left tomorrow, he would be owed um, 20 million euros. We also, I also understand the, the old agent fees on that. And so the track that involved in the deal, this club, the way it's been, and, and the thing is, Craig, they've got themselves out of trouble financially. And then they're looking at handing a 33, 34-year-old, whatever it is, a week. I, I, I can't imagine the stress that Barcelona's financial director, he must be the most stressed guy in world sport. He, he, just, he must be like, off, he must be going nuts, literally. Graham, did, did he even have one? Because the, the indication <laughs> of, what, of what they're doing... Who, who, would take, who, would take, who would take that job, Craig? Who I, would, I would take that job? I wouldn't take that job for all the money in, in, in Europe. Uh, I genuinely... For all, the money that, for all the money that Barcelona owe to other people. Eh? Yeah. And, and, yeah, it's... it's, it's um, and I do... Yeah, you know, it's been suggested that Barca and Leeds, Bayern Munich and Leeds are worried about the future of Barca, which is why they won't take a long-term deal to any reports. Because you can see, but I, I don't know where this is going to end up, Craig. I really don't. And, and as you say, the strategy behind this thing is like you, you want to keep the young, you don't want to keep it. Graham, let, let, me, let me tell you what would happen with any deal that was done with Barcelona now, right? Um, and, and some of our listeners might not understand how this works in the transfer market, but clubs sell their transfer fees, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what they do is, is, is they'll say, okay, you're going to get, let's keep it really simple, 60 million for this player. That 60 million is going to be paid over three installments over three years, right? So what the club will then do is they'll go to various financial institutions and say, would you like to buy this debt? Would you like to buy this and accelerate the fund? It's what what Inter did with Lukaku, isn't it, Craig? Yeah. So so rather than getting 60 million over three years, you may you may well take 55 million now in one hit. And then the finance house collects the money via the club under under a written contract. In England, they're all registered with Companies House as well, so you can see who's done what. Um, and then taking that money, which which eliminates the risk, and then the risk falls on the the finance house if someone defaults on that payment. Uh, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's, and I said that's what Inter have done as well. So it's why yep. that deal wasn't as easy as people think because they'd already received the the, the bulk of their Lukaku money after selling it before. So Chelsea basically, uh, when they're paying in their instalments, it's not going to Inter. It's going to this um, um, as a bank or, or yep. hedge fund, whoever whoever yep. gave them the money. It's a really interesting one, Craig, for, for these ones. But yeah, Barcelona. Who knows where we're going to be in a week's time here? And Frankie De Jong as well. We have to touch on he has been linked to Chelsea. We understand that this was Barcelona making it, putting the deals between each other. Chelsea haven't said no. We do know Chelsea want a midfielder, Craig, because they were in for Aurelian Chumani before. Yes, I don't. I but I don't see Chelsea being in for De Jong particularly, Craig. I, I do, Grim. Two see, player at all, you, to be honest. I, I, hmm, see, I I do if Jorginho goes. So if, if Jorginho goes, I think he is the perfect Jorginho replacement. I know they've got Kovacic there. Um, Kante is my favourite midfield player in terms of that that kind of gritty, um, energetic ball winner in the in the Premier League. It'll be interesting to see um, what happens at Chelsea with Ross Barkley and, and, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek, who no doubt needs need game time. 
Um, and Conor Gallagher last night. Listen, Conor Gallagher's going back as well. That that's listen. Like we 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 both we are both huge Conor Gallagher. If Conor Gallagher can play for Chelsea, break into that team, play in the Champions League, he will go to the World Cup with England. That's a I know it's a big if, but let's let's see how that uh, how that transpires. But it's if more, they do, I think it's more of a hope. It's more of a hope, Craig. We really it is. Yeah, we do. Chance. Yeah, we do. Uh, I, but listen, if um. If Jorginho does go, I could see Chelsea gazumping Man United for De Jong. And De Jong would um, want to I, Champions League and in London, but, head of Manchester Manchester United. Um, I, I, he wants to play for Ten Hag a lot. I don't think we can underestimate that. And I'm no. not sure how desperate De Jong is to go to London. He had a chance before. I'm I, not sure he's one. Listen, he, if you offer De Jong Champions League football and living in London ahead of going to Manchester United, he's taking that all day long. Uh, we'll see. Not everyone wants to live in London, Craig. Um, I think that I think that with with De Jong, I think I think they will get on with Chelsea. It's an interesting one, Craig. Again, they they are very much like United. We have to see what formation is going to play. Yeah, I, I've I've been told by Chelsea sources that they might sign three centre halves, and people say to me, Craig, oh, why would Chelsea sign three centre halves? It's quite simple, really, Craig. They lost Christensen, lost Rudiger, yeah. yeah. and last August they lost Kurt Zuma. Yep, and they haven't they haven't replaced any of them. No. And someone, it was, and when that was told to me, I thought, yeah, it's a fair point, actually. We and and, and it looks like, and it looks like, Graham, we're going to lose Alonso and Aspilicueta. Yes, that's five five defenders. So I think I still think Koundé will probably happen. I do wonder whether Todd Burley is in Spain now, Craig. I wonder whether he has a little trip to Seville to talk to Monchi. And I think he'd learn. I think he probably will do that. Yeah. Um, Delict is a player who they want, but we're hearing that Delict wants to go to Bayern Munich, right? And and Bayern may get up to ninety million euros, which I think Juve is. They wanted a hundred, Craig. I think they would take ninety million euros because that's not that's a pretty good price for Delict, in my opinion. I think Juve think that as well. I think a bit like De Jong. He yeah. hasn't quite hit hit the levels they thought. So I think if you give the Juventus a chance to make a profit on Delict, I think they do it. I really do. Um, so that's one. Let's keep an eye on this Chelsea centre half market. Nathan Ake is the other one, Craig. Yeah, who they are talking to again. It's a bit, it's a bit like the Martin. I think with Chelsea, it's a bit like the Martinez one to a certain extent where they know what they're going to get. He's a solid, solid replacement. But again, Craig, Pau Torres, he, he must be sat in Villarreal going, What have I done wrong here? Why <laughs> come inside me? <laughs> I, I, I'm one yeah. of the best that I was in you. Like, Nathan Ake keeps getting these moves. I think he must, uh. Have to look about. I think Pau Torres could end up in England this summer. I do, Craig. I hope so. That Tottenham, I hope so. We know Tottenham still like him. They're trying to do a deal for Clement Langlais from Barcelona, who, again, Torres for me, Torres is twice the player he is, but um, but that'll be a loan from. That's Bar- a loan deal, player, isn't it? Yeah. Another Barcelona. Barcelona got so many players in it to get rid of, Craig. They really have. Yeah. Uh, so Barcelona, we're going to be talking about them all summer. Such an entertaining club. The argument the might attain off the field and they are on the field at the minute. Um, but we'll we'll see we'll see how they get on. But um in terms of domestically Craig, there's not too many other deals. West Ham signing Flynn Downs from the Swansea City in a nine million pound deal, Craig. And I, I know this one surprised me and you. Yeah, um, we are we are big championship watchers. It's not to say Flynn Downs isn't a good player, Craig, because we know he's a decent footballer, but of all the midfielders West Ham could sign the championship, I don't think we thought it was going to be him. 
No, it's not. I, I, I thought Swansea's best midfielder last year was Matt Grimes. Um, he, 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 made, he made that. Dare I say he played the De Young role for Swansea? Oh, actually, yeah. actually, Craig, do you know why? Do you know why I think West Ham might have been won over by this? And it's and it's and it backs up my argument and not yours of how stats can be so misleading. And you like this stat? I've been a West Ham fan said this to me. His stats are ninety three percent success rate for the downs. Um, higher than Declan Rice's of 91 in the top. Is, is that is that past completion rate? Yeah, and right. I said, well, doesn't that? And I said, I said, doesn't that just tell us that stats can tell you nothing about football? Yeah, I mean, look, he, he was highly rated. You do, as a you, kid you, don't, you, you don't want to admit that, but yeah, you're no, thinking, listen, yeah, he, was, he was highly rated as a kid at Ipswich. Um, yeah. He, he's gone that, into that was his first season back in the chat. He'd been in League One for two years, yeah, before, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Listen, he, he's, he's gone into to Swansea, had a decent season. Um, mm. but look, if, if we're looking at in the championship, Graham, a player that that you've you've waxed lyrical about all season long, we've got to give you credit for this. Uh, at Huddersfield, uh, was, was Lewis O'Brien, um. And I think if they were going to sign someone from the championship, I would have expected them to come in for Lewis O'Brien. Um, I think he will get his Premier League move this summer at some point. Uh, away we from for, for, at the moment, Forrest is showing a bit of interest in him. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be a great as a Ghana as a replacement. Yeah, I guess he would be ideal, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, Graham. Without without doubt, he he would. Um, you know, to be fair, you you really marked him. He had that loan spell at Bradford a couple of years ago, and I, there's a few Bradford fans I spoke to said to me, he's going to the Premier League. And sometimes fans can get a little bit carried away, can't they, Graham? Yeah, but, but obviously, yeah. he went back to Huddersfield, and I think last season was his best season at Huddersfield. Thought he was thought he was excellent at, at what he did. Um, so I am I am surprised at that Flynn Downs one, but good luck to him. He's got a great move, and I, I understand there is a bit of history with, with his family being West Ham United fans too. So... Um, Let's see how that uh, how that pans out. And and uh, whilst one Craig, Dr. Forrest, can we just touch on them a little bit? Um, yeah, I've done loads of business, Craig. Uh, yeah, it's an, and and they're not quite done yet because there's two. They've done um, once they've done so far, Craig. Um, Dean Henderson yep. has come in. Uh, Bianconi, who is six foot two, can play anywhere across the back. That guy, very good player actually. Musa Niakate from Mains, decent centre half. Him coming in as well. Uh, Tewo Owenimi, who you know all about, Craig. Yep. Um, player you've worked with. Tyus class, yeah, um, Tyus class. He's good. Yep. Real, real, um, real good, powerful forward. He'll do really well for them. Um, Bruce Samba's gone outside. Anderson's coming. And the two who excite me, Craig, for for them actually, is um, Omar Richards and Nico Williams are getting into coming players fullbacks. Yeah, that would if I was a Forest fan, out of all the signs they've made, that would excite me the most because that's two outstanding young um, British attacking fullbacks, wingbacks. Nico Williams is, is an outstanding player, and all my Richards coming in from Bayern Munich is outstanding as well. Um, and couple that with Brendan Johnson signing his new deal, yeah. a brilliant start to this summer um, for Steve Cooper and Forest. They really are um, backing him. Yeah, so fair, fair play to the Forest board, Graham. They said they were going to back him, and that's exactly what they've done. I think they've they've spent around £60 million now in transfer fees. That deal for Henderson won't have been cheap in terms of either the loan fee. Oh, his wages, and also yeah. his wages he's, being he's, Yeah, he's, he's, he's on big wages. And, um, yeah. But I think this still tells us, and it does with, um, I think Fulham are getting busy as well, Paulinho. 
it tells us, Craig, that these two want to stay up next season. It really it, does. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean they will. No, but I think if, Forest. And to be fair, I think Forest had a bit more work than Fulham to do anyway. You know, Fulham have got Mitrovic and Wilson, the best two players in the Championship last season. Yeah. Um, but Forest had. They knew they had a lot of work to do, and they've gone about it. And considering they were the team who came up by the playoffs, Craig, I think this is extra credit to them. Yeah, I, I I I totally agree. They've 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 really they've really gone at it um, in terms of the market. Obviously, we'll we'll look at it when when we do our preview yeah. before the season starts. And then what we probably should do, Graham, is 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 at the end of the window do a, a little review of what what ins and outs. And well, but the, in, and unusually this unusually this year we spoke about this our pod. Everyone needs to remember that um, the transfer yeah. window second week in September. The the prep the the. Premier League and the Football League will be good five to six weeks in yeah. before yeah. the window closes. So this window is going to be very different. There's going to be a lot of players demanding moves in September, Craig, because they yeah. know they are no longer part of their plan. So it's going to be a very, I'm, very I'm interesting just, window. I'm just looking there as well. There, there are games on the 30th of August in the Premier League. And there'll be five, yeah. like you say, five games in. Is well, that, is... well, it does not. Yeah, no, but Craig, the, the window doesn't shut till, I think it's September 12th, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I'll need to double Isn't check it? that. Yeah, so the, I've got, I've got two different dates. So I've got one saying obviously the the end of August as usual. So first of September, and I've got one saying the thirteenth. So I need to double check that, mate. So yeah, we always get that. Done. But anyway, with that so far, it'll be fascinating. Yeah, well, listen, but well, Graham, there are there are around the fixture on the thirtieth of August, and that is round five yeah. of the of the Premier League. You, yeah, you're quite you're quite that, right so, yeah. to point that out. And if you look at the football league, because norm, normally, Craig, isn't it? It would be probably two games in at the most. Yeah. So in 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 the Championship, mate, that will be in round of seven. Yeah. Remarkable, isn't it? Um, yeah. Obviously, the Championship obviously is busier anyway because it opens to late. But for the Premier League, Craig, there's going to be some players who are demanding moves when Otherwise, they might give them an extra few weeks where they can't wait now. So it's going to be a fascinating look. Um, yeah, I said we're going to touch on um, before the football league and league season starts. We'll have our we'll have our champ, we'll have our football league preview, Craig, on about the twenty eighth. Is it we're going to do that? Yeah. So we've got um, another couple of weeks of a lot of transfers. We may touch on the manager changes on before that in the football. Yeah, we'll league. do we'll do a manager one. Yeah, yeah. It's well over a dozen changes in the football yes. league we've seen. Um, and yeah, um, obviously we're going to touch on all the big moves. We've seen it. So many big moves happen over the next week or so, Craig. And um, well, hopefully, actually, by this time next week, when, when Barcelona might have um, made up their minds on a few deals, it might make our life a bit easier. <laughs> Indeed. So that's it for this week, guys. Um, we'll catch you next week for a bit more rundown on the transfer and any footballing news. Obviously, well done to England um, for winning at the start of Euro 2022. We don't, we haven't covered it on the show, have we? We're, me, me and you, we, we like to watch it from afar. We, yep. We're not experts in the in, no. in the women's game, so we don't want to come across as being experts and know anything about it. We watch it, but we don't know anything about it. So that's the reason we write really it. We don't want to. There's better places, other podcasts to go to to get much better reaction to the women's game than us. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, the, the the only thing I, yeah, I took my daughter Graham and um, to watch England at the Riverside last year, England ladies, and 
Lauren Hemp, uh, the Manchester City winger, was a, a player that I really liked, and it's so much. I think she's England's best player. Again, uh, it, don't don't at me on that one. I'm I'm not uh, an expert. No, I, think, I think she is. I, I'm a I'm a Beth Mead man myself. I love Beth Mead. Yeah, me too. I love Beth. Two, two northeast because I just it is a crying shame that the the Euros aren't in the northeast. Yeah, um, I agree I with you. It's, it's a massive opportunity missed. You know, me we too. have daughters similar age, and 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 we'd have to travel to Manchester or something to take two games. So I think they've. They've made a bit of a rick there. Me but, too. Hey, good luck to England and Northern Ireland as well. Good luck to them both. And um, and just we'll just touch just on a, the, we'll touch yeah, their progress. Go just on, a shout out for Beth Mead, mate. Beth Beth, um, Beth studied at the University of Teesside, uh, and well, she's North Yorkshire born, like North Yorkshire born, like us too, Craig. Yeah, and she's oh, she's offered a, a scholarship, a paid scholarship for for some girls to go to University of Teesside. Uh, and I just thought, you know, fair play to Beth. Great shout out to you for doing that. What what a real fantastic gesture. But uh, yeah, good luck to to the home nations in the in the in the in the ladies' Euros. Uh, Graham, have a great weekend. Guys, have a great weekend.